0: Hey, hey guys. Today I'm super, super excited because I have the most special guest I've ever had on this podcast. And I know I say special guest all the time, but this one is super duper spe- special. She is an entrepreneur at 13 years old. She became an entrepreneur at the age of 12 years old. She has an amazing mindset. She's a great friend and she is also my daughter, which makes us <laughs> super amazing. So, Ramaya? Hey, hey, welcome to Freedom Slay Podcast. Hi. So I wanted to have Maya on here. In fact, she did not know about this. She walked in the door from school just now, and I was like, Maya, want to hop on Freedom Slave Podcast? And she said... Yeah, (laughs) so here we go. We have no questions, nothing like that. It's going to be a free-flowing conversation. I don't know what I'm going to ask her. She doesn't know what I'm going to ask her. We're just going to move forward that way, but I think initially I want to talk a bit about your business ventures, and from there we can move into like mindset and positivity and all those things because I know that you understand that flow as well. Yeah, 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 so miss ramaya Uh let's begin with this because for as long as i can remember you were talking about being an entrepreneur guys i remember going to her but it wasn't a parent-teacher conference. At her school, like every year, the teachers, the parents had to meet with like the student counselor and they were asking specific questions and little things like that. And they would ask her like, oh, you know, which one's a doctor? Then have a picture of a man and a woman. And she's like, both, that kind of thing. They could both be doctors. And they're just testing to see what, preconceived notions they've created and about what you know restrictions they have but aside from that one of the questions she had asked her and this is when she was really young I want to say Maya you may have been like six or seven and the lady asked her you know what do you want to be when you grow up and I had no idea what she was going to say because at this moment it was changing every week she wanted to be a singer she wanted to be a baker whatever (laughs) and she said I want to be an entrepreneur and I'm like huh Little girl even knows how to pronounce entrepreneur. I think you were six, actually five or six, and I was like, "Wow!" And the teacher, like, not the teacher, the um, guidance counselor, she was taken aback a bit, and she's like, "Oh, why do you want to be a guy? I'm a, an entrepreneur." And Maya was talking about the reasons why she wanted to be an entrepreneur. So I'm gonna ask you, Maya, why do you want to be an entrepreneur?
1: Um, well, for starters, I don't like. I don't like people tell, it sounds really bad, like, in this context, but I just don't feel on board with someone saying, do this at this amount of time at this place, and it's a due date, because I don't, really don't like that. And for, like, second, um, giving things to the world, because if you're an entre- entrepreneur, in my eyes, You're making people happy, right? Because there's something that you love and they love also. So you're making other people happy of doing what you love. And I really like that.
0: So you're making the world a better place by simply doing what you love. That's a quotable. I like that, Maya. And... It's not bad saying that you don't like being told what to do. A lot of people don't like being told what to do at the end of the day, right? The reality is oftentimes people are just simply, you know, going to a job they don't like, doing things, being bossed around, being told when they could take vacation, when they can't, you know. And if you love your 9 to 5, by all means, continue to do it. But I don't support you know, the notion of going to a job simply because you're going to a job if it's not what you enjoy doing. So I 100% stand behind you wanting to be an entrepreneur for that matter, because, you know, you can control your own schedule. So that time freedom is important to you. And it also gives you the opportunity for financial freedom, because you're then not capped, your salary is not capped. When you work yeah. out a job, it's like, okay, here, sign this contract, this is how much you're making. But with an entrepreneurship venture, you, your limits, you have none you know mm-hmm. so i 100% stand behind that and you definitely make the world a happier place no matter what it is that you're doing so even you guys listening in the audience whether you're a chef or a comedian or a singer or whatever it is or maybe you're a beauty consultant and do makeup or maybe you're a coach you're a businesswoman and you got your own investment bank whatever it is know that you are providing value to the world with what you have right so if you're a comedian you're providing comedic relief you're providing entertainment you're a singer you can help change their- mood and take them to another place right and all of those things add value so we have to remember that and charge our worth because we're providing value in exchange for money so good stuff so Maya how about you tell our listeners now then a little bit about your business
1: okay my business is uh hair art hair products what's it called unicorn girl with a it's y-o-u for the yeah unicorn girl and it's, it's for tweens, teens, and anybody who needs a splash of mu- a little magic in their life. And it's, it's hair products that don't have all the chemical wordings you don't understand. It's all organic, easy to read, and it's safe for anybody to use.
0: Mm. I like that because that was an issue and with Maya looking on products and turning it around and reading the labels because we read labels in this house, right, Maya? We read food labels, not the front, but the back. We want to know what's in it. We don't care if you say natural in the front. I want to read the ingredients and find out what's in it. And You guys, definitely ensure that you're getting your kids to do the same, right? Ensuring they know what they're putting in and on their body because at the end of the day, your skin is your largest organ. So that means what you put on it is going into your body. It's going through your skin, into your bloodstream and you know that's why there's a lot of sickness in the world but that's a topic for another day Maya was seeing a lot of ingredients in hair products and she wanted to create her own and if you know my daughter then you know but if you don't know her then she has a ton of hair like a ridiculous amount of hair we cut off like a lot how much did you get cut off like half
1: like seven inches
0: no way seven no way you had like 17 inches cut off I'm talking about not not this last time before we traveled here um, I mean before you oh, had, I just a- had
1: a lot of hair
0: yeah Maya's hair was past her behind and <laughs> she had it cut all the way like what just below your shoulders like yeah. below her shoulders and now it's back down her back, but she has a ton of hair. And because of that, she actually noticed that a lot of people were, you know, complimenting her hair and talking about her hair and always asking about the hair. So she knew that's something that she could definitely use for marketing purposes with her business so she created unicorn girl and it started off it's on hiatus right now because we're in canada and she's actually contemplating some other businesses but what it started off with is the hair products but you were also looking at doing organic and natural um body products and oh, scrubs scrubs yeah, yeah and potential books and games and stuff as well to yeah. make it a whole set yeah a whole brain i'm not brain a whole set that can change your money your mind <laughs> and body right so it changes your life at the end of the day for kids well teens and tweens aka kids so maya uh-huh. some people may be listening to this and saying well how did you come up with that idea and how did you you know sort out all that testing for the hair ingredients and how do you know it's not going to drop anybody's hair out and All the questions that come along with starting a business for an adult, they wonder, how can a kid do it? So how can you, how did you come up with that idea? Because this was not me, guys. This took so much work that I would have never come up with this. The house was a complete disaster, covered with shea butter from, where did we get the shea butter from? Um, Ghana.
1: Ghana. From a
0: village in Ghana. It was organic, raw, natural. raw organic natural shea butter and like all the things that she was using in her hair ingredients so my, how did you get started with this
1: okay so like any um like any business it started down like it wasn't that good because I remember I was at my best friend's house and we were trying to make up ingredients and we saw what's good for, like in hair do you remember and we like put Himalayan sea salt oh, and yeah.
0: I remember like, that oils
1: and all that crazy stuff.
0: And then you were testing. That's what we were, entrepreneurs yeah, do. We they were, test, they test their hypotheses. So she stayed over her we friend were, Pippa's house. Yeah. And I remember she came home and she had this concoction <laughs> in like a jar of some sort. And she's like, Oh, this is good for your hair. And <laughs> I, did I use some?
1: I think, you. Did. I think I
0: did. And then I put it on my hair and, I remember hearing fizzing, like, psss,
1: That's It was what making this fizz. Soda.
0: Yeah, and I'm like, Maya, what is this song? She's like, oh, bacon soda. I'm like, why? Well, why would you do that? So, She initially went to Pinterest. You went to Pinterest looking for stuff, right? This was was on the weekend. She was on Pinterest, and she decided to make hair products. And she... Why did you put the baking soda? To thicken it up or something?
1: Yeah, because it wasn't... Because I couldn't put flour that Because that would just be really, really... That wouldn't make sense at all. So we put baking soda because it had, like, some element. It, It was...
0: And, yeah. Uh-huh. So she's trying to thicken it up. So in conceptually, it made sense, right? Yeah. However, <laughs> this is where the business lessons come in. And I'm like, Maya, you can't just throw anything in here. It was like green tea. She was yeah. mixing all the stuff. Cinnamon. Oh. Cinnamon, yeah. So I said, Maya, you can't just throw anything in your products and call it a product right what if it makes people's hair fall out what if it doesn't work what if it's not great you know all of these questions you have to test it over time what if it separates you want to ensure that it's a great quality product so that's when you started doing a lot of your research to find out what's really good in hair products Um, you actually got a hairdresser as part of your team um you got an accountant as part of your
1: Robin Robin
0: was your accountant Dini was your driver and
1: an ingredient supplier yeah everything yeah
0: so she anyway she gave everybody a job (laughs) so everybody had a job at this point and she was was just running this business but she was doing a lot of research to find out what works really well in the hair and she kept everything I mean, if you wanted to eat it, you probably could have, right? It yeah, was all not... natural, organic. I mean, outside of the crystal that you had in there. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> we, she had crystals in there I as well.
1: quartz and uh, aquamarine,
0: aquamarine, I think it was. Those
1: were my two colors because of the pink sand beaches and the aquamarine color of the water.
0: Yeah, so she did all of this at 12, you guys. So this is some thought going into her branding, where she's like, well, I'm from Bermuda. I want it to stand out, so I'll make it, you know... One, I'll make it all organic and stuff that children can actually read and pronounce. Um, I'll also ensure that the ingredients are really great for the hair and helps make your hair shiny. She actually has a friend whose mom is still asking for oh, stuff yeah. all the time. Shout out to Ilya and Zakia. Um, to use her products because the products that she ended up going with at the end was really really great. So she was doing that. Um, but she aside from that, she had the colors, so she knew the colors. She then wanted to add because she wanted it to be like Unicorn Girl, really magical, so she wanted to add some crystals in there. So these crystals she decided we're going with the Bermuda colour theme. Um, and it was something else you had that made it really unique. I don't remember.
1: Well, oh, my sense?
0: Yes. So what was it was grapefruit,
1: grapefruit and vanilla,
0: grapefruit and vanilla was that was, that was really yummy. That was so he had it. And he called it unicorn hair food and yeah. unicorn hair yeah. drink. So the unicorn hair food was, was a, the cream and the and the drink cream. was the oil. oil. Yeah. Yeah. And the oil was what was that? Clo- it was no. it was.
1: I think it was, like, lavender.
0: And clove or something? Yeah. Yeah.
1: It smelled really Christmassy. Yeah. I remember that.
0: Yeah. Anyway, she did really well. And she made... How much did you make your first time you launched?
1: I don't know. You don't remember? No. It was... I, like, the... I I sold out.
0: You definitely I, sold, I sold out. out. She sold over $1,000 worth of products, guys, that uh, first day. You don't remember?
1: No, I just remember I sold out and I was being really happy. I didn't you care don't about remember. the numbers. You did care.
0: did care about the numbers because when I told you, you're like, oh my goodness, I think it was 1200 something. We were counting in, in the car afterwards. So she went to this Kidpreneur event where she set up a stall and was selling. And yeah, she had sold like 1200 bucks worth of stuff on the very first day. Of her doing it, and she sold out. We've, What's that? Um, rem-
1: remember we had to like do this competition, and then I got really down, but then I decided to work through it.
0: Oh, yes. Okay, so yeah, let's talk about that. So we're rewinding back a bit. She actually entered this Kidpreneur um, pitch contest, a rocket pitch contest. And, I mean, I may be biased. In fact, I'm not being biased because so many people came to us that we didn't even know afterwards and said she was amazing and they thought she was going to win. But she didn't win, and it was a great lesson for her. She didn't place at all, and she put so much work into presenting. She was up late practicing her pitch. She put, obviously, some thought into her branding, as you heard just now. But even more so than that, she had her packaging and labels were on point, weren't they, Maya? Yeah, and I
1: gave them samples.
0: She was the only one to give samples. She also turned around, and so you gave samples. You had your pitch on point. You um, had a Bermuda-type theme, which was great. And she also even had plans for where she was going to sell it and who she was pitching to at those places. When I tell you, her whole plan was put together. And I mean, we also took, like, her family took up half the oh, yeah. half the place that was pitching because support systems are important, right? Hashtag we got you. But, <laughs> but she didn't win. And I remember going into mommy mode initially, like, what?! She yeah, had the best performance. I obviously didn't say this out loud. But that's what I was thinking. And I was annoyed inside because I didn't let her know that. But I just said, you know, you did a really good job, Maya. You know, um, I was crying. She did. Her eyes teared yeah. up. Yeah. Because she put in so much work. But you really quickly recovered from that. And the next weekend, you had launched your product. Yeah. So it was basically, she was pitching for them to give her... No, it wasn't the next weekend. It was a couple of weeks later. Yeah. I think it was the next month. Um, so she was pitching the idea to get money from them so that she could buy the supplies for this organic thing. She, she had made a small sample, but she wanted to make it obviously in larger quantities and all of that. And... When she didn't win, she got really down. However, instead of, you know, calling it quits and packing up shop, you actually, you know, she pitched her family. So Dean, myself, Dean's my husband, me, her stepdad, her dad, all the people you pitched to give you money for this product to create. Did you not? Yeah. And she launched it and sold out, and she did really well with that. How did that feel?
1: That felt great.
0: And what were the feelings that were going through your head when you lost initially?
1: Oh, um, because at first I was really nervous to present, and then I was really fast, but then I got comfortable, and I, I thought I was doing really well. You did. But then I, yeah, but, but then I got down, da- like, I sat down. If you don't know, I'm very emotional. Cancer and i was like i try not to cry so you just saw my red eyes and then my it was like glossy and then i was just looking down and my yeah i was really sad
0: and i think at that point did i use the beyonce reference when they lost the girl time lost um and didn't win their first thingy no.
1: i didn't tell you that no. one
0: I must have told someone else. But anyway, I had given you references, though, of people who didn't do well the very first time and how they turned things around and was able to recover. So what was it, though? Do you remember specifically what made you feel better?
1: Oh, because I liked my idea. So, like, I still wanted to do it because I really liked what I was, what I was doing and I wanted to keep that going.
0: Hmm. So what that means is then that your passion for creating it was stronger than like the money aspect of being in the rocket pitch. Yeah. Right. Okay. That makes sense. So. But this is something you learned a really important lesson, and afterwards, so I like I said, I was mad initially, and I'm like, Oh my goodness, all in my mind because I wasn't showing her any of these emotions. I'm like, You did great, Maya, don't worry, you know, you got this, you can still continue on, like you know, all that kind of stuff. But inside, I felt like crying too. So after this, though, um, I was thinking this was probably one of the best things that could have happened to her so early on because it's through your failures that you learn how to overcome them and come back stronger the next time around. So I think you actually got a blessing in disguise by not winning that pitch, Maya. And on top of that, she was able to make her money back yeah. right away that her investors gave, um, You know, and she was able to surpass the money that went into Passing. it, so the money wasn't an issue at all but you also got the satisfaction of knowing you created something yourself how did that feel
1: yeah i also have a thing if someone tell like if like if someone tells me i can't do something or like i didn't do it the first time i want to do it like 10 times better than the last time so it really felt if what's the word i bounced back what is the word
0: it starts with an R. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. N- n-
1: no, <laughs> it was the word of the day. It was the word of the year. R- r- <sighs> no, it's rip. Re- it's re- Rebound? No. It's you fail, but then you you don't care, so you do it harder. It's r-
0: re. You sure it's not rebound? No,
1: it's not. Can I please get it? It's a book, and it's in my book. It's it's in my yearbook. Okay. Kay. It's in my yearbook. Okay. I know what it is. But I just don't know
0: what it is. She's gone to run to get her book. But we'll be back after a quick break. Money is all around us and we think about it more than almost every other aspect of our lives. But how can we make more of it? And what's our drive for building wealth beyond just the numbers in our bank account?
1: Effect. Hashtag ripple effect.
0: That's okay. That's what it's called. Yes. Yeah. So she's coming back even stronger. And that's an awesome mindset to have. And that's a mindset of an entrepreneur, right? Where it's like resilience is the other yeah. word. Yeah, yeah. For sure. And it's definitely the ripple effect would be, you know, you not getting it that first time, right? Because yeah. failure is when you don't succeed at something. But if you don't give up on something, it's really impossible for you to fail truly, right? Because you're constantly aiming to do it until you succeed. So it's not failure. It's like a short-term you know, roadblock, I guess you could say. But the ripple effect would be people watching you overcome that and watching you come back stronger and seeing you come back stronger inspired them to come back stronger and to do things even better as well. So Maya, I think that you have 100% the mindset of an entrepreneur. And why do you think it's so important to have that resilience and positive mindset?
1: Because if you have a negative mindset, you're attracting all those negative things, so they're always gonna happen to you because the universe hears what you're saying. So let's say, let's say, oh, today was such a bad day. I don't like, every, I don't like it. Every like, I stub my toe. Sorry, I stub my toe, and then more things are just gonna happen to you, like that are bad because you're saying that to the world. But if you have a positive mindset, like this day is so great. I, I can't wait to go back to school tomorrow, or I just got an A-plus on my test, today Today is the best day ever. That's going to happen more often than the negative ones, because you're saying that's the universe, and the universe hears what you're saying. So.
0: And for you guys who are listening, as she says, she's saying to Universe meaning what you put out in the world is coming back to you, right? So what you're saying with your tongue, it's being reflected and multiplied around you. So if you say money in, money out, you're going to continue to have zero money in your account come payday because you're constantly saying money in, money out, right? But it's more than even what you're saying. It's how your body language is displaying, how you're acting, the things you're doing. If they're all of a negative vibe, That's what you're attracting back to yourself. So at a young age, she's figured this out. And funny enough, I actually made her... This was many years ago, Ma. You remember when I made you and Dean watch The Secret with me, the documentary? yeah. She enjoyed it. They didn't want to watch it initially, but to this day, they continue to reference it, right? And it's ensuring as well that your kids are getting involved in that kind of stuff. And another um, example of when she did turn around her mindset, because having a positive mindset doesn't mean that you're constantly you know, happy all the time, or that everything is wonderful, everything's unicorns and glitter, it means that your positive moments are far outweighing your bad. It means that you're constantly looking to find that rainbow in the dark cloud when you do have those cloudy days. And Ty Hunter in my interview actually, I think, sums it up best, where it's like, you can have bad days, but you have to put an expiration on those bad days, you know? And her first day at school out here in Canada we're in a new country she's at a new school her very one her only goal I'm just gonna say her very her strongest goal her only goal that first day was to make a friend and preferably a friend by lunchtime so she wouldn't have to sit by herself and you know we had planned for the whole day to be amazing I had a playlist didn't I have a playlist that I created for you with like best day of my life Ah, ah. my life Ah, 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 yeah so she had all of those songs on there and i'm like oh this day is going to be a best day ever the night before i was prepping her to think about and create what the day is going to look like in her mind already and all these kinds of things so when i went to pick her up she d- i wouldn't say she had tears in her eyes but i could tell by looking at her eyes that she didn't have the greatest day and she said to me she's like oh it was just okay and i was like what you mean it was just okay And you want to tell them why you said it was okay, Ma? just okay?
1: Because I didn't make any friends. I made this one friend, she's from Korea, but she didn't speak English.
0: She didn't speak English at at all. So So. the way she knew her was because they were both stuck at their lockers at the same time and they could not take the locks off. So they weren't communicating verbally, it was just the sign language, the body language more so, what they were doing to say, hey, I'm stuck too, let's walk around. But what I found out upon asking her further questions and probing and finding out more about her day was that there were a lot of things that went right. So she really loved her teachers. Her homeroom teacher was great. The class that she was in, the classes or whatever she did that day was great. She actually had a group of friends that well, people who came up to her and said, Hey, you know, like I like your shirt. I think she had a Bermuda sweatshirt or something on. Did you the first no, day? I had
1: the Friends t-shirt. Oh, her Friends
0: t-shirt. Yes. So she even wore conversation starter. So the Friends <laughs> TV show, she wore that shirt because she just had an all plan that she was making friends this day. Again, manifest that. So, Anyway, she had that shirt and people were like, oh, I love your shirt. Oh, do you want to sit with us for lunch? And all this kind of stuff. And she actually declined. She told them, you know, not today or whatever, because she didn't want to diss or leave her friend that she had met, the Korean girl, right? Um, so even though they weren't communicating like that, because neither of them spoke each other's language, she still didn't want to leave her in order to, you know, hang with this new group, because then that girl would have been left alone. So that was a, like a mummy pat on the back to me, because I'm like, oh, yeah, awesome, ethics. So I really loved that, or values, I should say. So I did like that. So I found out some things that went right. So I'm like, well, you did meet people that were interested then in, you know, becoming your friend or learning to, or wanting to learn a bit more about you because they invited you to your table. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, and so no one said anything to you at all the whole day. Then she started remembering little bits and pieces like, Oh, well, yeah, this person asked me about the Bermuda Triangle and this girl liked my chain and this person said this. And, you know, all of these things to say that she had all these opportunities where she can build those relationships. So anyway, the very next day I went to pick her up and she could not stop talking. It's like a 15 minute walk back home. 10, 15-minute walk, and she was talking nonstop the whole time about what a great day she had and the friends she met and all of that kind of stuff, which goes to show that what you're focusing on, because afterwards, when we had that conversation about all the things that went right, you started focusing on that, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what began to incorporate even more. So, we're going to end it there then, I guess. Deanie just walked in uh podcast. Say hi, Dean. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Dean just walked home Hello. and... Maya's mocking him So we're gonna wrap it up there Was there anything else you wanna let anybody know? What if they're having a terrible day And they don't know how to turn it around What would your advice be, Ramaya?
1: Um, look That's what I do this Um, if you're not feeling, like, a hundred percent Just look at the little things that make you happy Like, oh, the sun's shining Or, like, does that make sense? Or, like, oh, that's a pretty flower And then you get happier because if you get happier at little things, you get happier over excited, um, bigger things, and then you're just happy.
0: Mm -hmm. yes so focusing on the little things is a great example because a lot of times people are looking for really big things to be happy about they want that million dollars in the bank account they want that louboutin shoe they want that chanel purse you know and it's focusing on the little things that matter so maya there is you were you going to say anything yeah
1: that's what we're doing in healthy living now we're talking about our values passions purpose in life and our um, goals
0: awesome that's an amazing class by the way so i do have one question i always end with when i'm talking to my podcast guest maya yeah. and i actually i've made you listen to my podcasts before so you should know like certain podcast guys and this is the thing right when you have kids it's some things they may not want to do but make them do it because it's really going to help them in the long run like when i make her be certain things for halloween like she oh, was malala oh. one year she was kaepernick another year
1: i like that out, that out.
0: Not initially you didn't. Oh, You're yeah. like, oh, I don't want to be a man. Um, so anyway, I say all this to say she listens to the podcast because when it's an episode that I think is going to benefit her, I would say, Maya, listen. Like Ma- the
1: Thai Yep,
0: I made you and listen to Thai's one as well. So the question that I always ask at the end of every single podcast mm-hmm. is, what does freedom mean to you? Okay,
1: um, freedom means to me, you could do anything you want to do without any anybody telling you what to do you're i get like you're free you're free from people's opinions because nothing else matters well they they do but like your one your opinion on yourself is the only thing that's that matters yeah does that make sense yeah that's making sense or like you're free from the like you get stuck in a box of people telling you what to be and you don't have any of that because you don't No, i'm, I'm rambling i don't know what I'm say <laughs> so yeah
0: i'm gonna try to i'm gonna try to to some um <laughs> distill or to, i can't even say the word right now what you're trying <laughs> to say so you're saying the freedom to basically do what you want say what you want feel how you want and be who you are
1: yeah without anybody criticizing you and
0: even if they or do if criticize they do, you don't really care exactly because- so the freedom to not take on other people's opinions because you're so strong in your own beliefs then okay and that's a wrap thank you very much amaya you're welcome bye okay okay i see you freedom slayer you stayed through to the end which tells me that you likely enjoyed this episode Listen, if you haven't already, do your sister a favor by heading on over to the iTunes store to leave a review for the podcast. It'll help others like you find a benefit from it. And look, it also helps with the rankings. Hashtag transparent AF. I appreciate you.